0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Quad with Chris Young, where Josh can't figure out which kind of water he wants to support.
1: I'll support whoever wants to start sending (laughs) me
0: free ones and or money. Uh, As always, I'm Chris. We got Haley the Bear. Hello. Producer Josh. A hydrated Josh is a happy Josh. (laughs) And Ryan is dealing with, uh, obviously, really, really bad storms. He's doing some news coverage. So he is out this week. But, um... I want to start, <laughs> all I can think of, I just did the, the. but um, do you know what that's but, from?
1: Uh, from s- stand-up? No, nope. uh, How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother, yeah.
0: Yeah, if you know, you know. Who
1: won the poll? Do we know? Oh, I'm, do going, we? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, okay. You got it, you got it, you got it. With 58%, I still did it faster than Ryan did. I know. With 58%, <laughs> cleaning the bathroom. Man, I just don't. Number two was washing dishes with nineteen percent, putting away laundry I seventeen, think. sweeping and vacuuming six. It
0: ain't that hard to clean the bathroom, man. But unless not, you guys are going like
1: <laughs> a,
0: a month without cleaning your bathroom, which is like some college level problems, uh,
1: is it just hard? That, no, no. But is it I gross?
0: Mean, yes. It shouldn't be. If you're you cleaning can, your bathroom on like a bi weekly basis, I it's do not it every that week. bad.
2: And I live by myself.
0: But
1: so. people don't do that.
0: You're Why right. not? I don't, I don't know. know. All they gotta do is spray down your shower, wipe it down, take care of the toilet and the sink.
1: You're good. Yeah, yeah but just it's not. I think it's deal. the. I think it's the idea of just being like if you're like kneeling down to clean your toilet intermittently every. It's your toilet. I know, but your face. You're not the only one that <laughs> uses it. <laughs> well, okay. To be fair, uh, I'm
0: the only one that uses mine. That's true. Um. I mean, unless Porter's figured out how to use a human toilet, in you which see, case... He's a smart dog, so we can He's can't, very can't, smart. I can't, can't rule, rule this out. out. One, I
2: can't. One thing I will say, a lot of people forget to clean in their bathroom is their bathroom mirror.
1: See, no, I do that, gotta, I do gotta, gotta that more mirror. often. Than yeah. I do.
0: Because it, when you're brushing your teeth... You I get,
2: clean my bathroom mirror, but I've definitely been to many places where it's like, do you clean your
1: mirror? <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> gross. See? Bathroom's gross.
0: <laughs> Which, that's why bars in Nashville don't have bathroom mirrors anymore. They just, there's like none. Which is
2: the smartest thing because we we all it's girls really know.
0: It's really not. It's really not. I, I understand, like, people be idiots and, like, break a mirror.
2: No, for or, girls, sure. they take too long in the dang bathrooms. Like, you go in, you pee, you get out. That's it. Go in, pee, get out. I don't want you to spend 30 minutes in the damn bathroom. So, taking away the mirrors helps the lines in the girls' restrooms.
0: First of all, I, I've I never been inside a girl's restroom, but from what I've heard from everyone they're that's ever worked at a bar, they're disgusting.
2: They are more gross than guys' bathrooms. So yes. maybe
1: that's why everybody's afraid to clean the bathroom. <laughs> as, as someone who used to open restaurants when I'd work like the, the day shift and, and do the early morning cleaning, girl's restrooms are far, far worse. Far worse. Anyway. Um...
0: I, I really just kind of want to go straight to movies first. Let's do it. I'm here for it. Movies. All right what? let's let's get this out of the way. Wick, Wick. We all love the movie, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, if if you did not like this movie, you just don't like the John Wick franchise. So, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that if you don't. But it, it's it Amazing. is incredible. They did such a great job with it. Now, um, hit the spoiler button.
1: Time for some spoilers. And if you're going to watch this and haven't, please skip ahead like yes. 10 minutes at skip, least. Yeah, because there skip, will skip be ahead. spoilers. Skip ahead to 15
0: minutes, yep. okay, into the podcast. Because right now we're about 444 um, in on the clock as I'm looking at it on the board. So skip ahead to 15 minutes. I will be done with the spoiler part of this by then. Holy crap, Lots to Unpack. Uh, (laughs) I I know that you said they're on for seven movies. Mm -hmm. I know that we have seen him, quote unquote, die and come back. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I wonder if they're just going to do prequels and spinoffs, and that's the other movies. I wonder if this is the end of it because it's wrapped up. So nicely, but they also don't show anything after he collapses on the steps.
1: So they left it open perfectly. So the way the movie ends is John Wick, after the duel, collapses on the steps, says his wife's name and then passes out. Cutscene. And now we are in the graveyard and you see his wife's gravestone and you see his gravestone. And it's
2: there was foreshadowing on that.
1: And they ask, do you do you think he's in heaven or hell? And Winston goes, I don't know.
2: He says, who the hell knows? Who the hell yeah. knows?
1: And walks away. And that, to me, as so we've seen. A, it, it leaves it open. It does. You know who else is Greystone I saw? Nick Fury's. Yep. And he walked away from that just fine. Um,
2: you made a great well, conspiracy. Th-
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, first of all. Now we're
0: nerding way too far, and my ADD is going to take us down. You can't, you can't start cross collateralizing universes. I know, because know. i you're going to take my brain way down the road, and we're going to be 25 minutes into this conversation before Great. we ever get to the actual end of it. Great. Um, no, it, and Nick Fury is a scroll, but whatever. Um, <laughs> he's been a scroll for several I know, movies. I know. I know. Anyway, if you know, don't just, know what we're talking about, you just you will. Just, you will. <laughs> You will. If, if you've watched any of the Marvel movies, there's a scene in Captain Marvel where he says he can't eat his sandwiches if it's cut a certain way, and then you see him eat it cut the wrong way. Uh-huh. He's obviously a scroll. Anyway, uh, John Wick, at the very beginning of that movie, what is he doing? When the movie opens, what is he doing? You're gonna have to remind He's me. He's throwing like that one-inch punch over and over oh, yeah, and yeah. into a board. Mm-hmm. What other movie do we see that happen in where someone gets buried and then breaks their way out of a coffin? Kill Bill.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that sort of a subtle nod to that? Almost. I don't know. It, that may I may be reaching way too far. You might but, be, you might be reaching because the, there is a lot of you know. But if you notice,
1: John Wick doesn't really punch anybody in that movie i mean not like that no, i mean he's mostly shoot, he's mostly shooting people see but he doesn't not punch people i mean no but he
0: does a lot more takedowns into right Death all right of all guns. right so let me let me run through a couple where points. are you going with that there's uh, there's got to be a reason for them to open the movie that way
2: and he like stood there still like punching three more times before he finally stopped
1: see to me i just i liked the rhythm of it and that that was that they, those punches they, were just for the whole scene where he's trying to get to because he's just pissed and he wants to hit something.
0: sunrise and you know the music is playing into all of those scenes i get that they do something with the Triomphe, which mm-hmm. is really really cool mm-hmm. um they show you how to use a roundabout i guess <laughs> Which it looked like the one on demobrian basically. By the way,
2: whoever <laughs> designed that scene, good for you, because my brain was sideways half the time. Like, wait, which which direction are they going? And between adding the fighting scenes and jumping out of the way of cars and everything right. else, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna run down these as fast as I possibly can. On a, I believe, hundred million dollar budget, which probably you know closer to two hundred by the time all is said and done, but part four blew away the first three with opening weekend 73.5 million domestic 137 and a half million worldwide in the first weekend.
1: Um, this went from like a cult classic sort of like, if you liked this movie, you were kind of an insider small thing to now being a blockbuster. Yeah.
0: Uh, how they handled, um, the dog in this movie Mm -hmm. I thought was amazing. Mm -hmm. And again, we're in spoiler cast waters here. So I just love that one of the commands was nuts. Mm -hmm. Yep. It was awesome. Um, The dragon's breath. Did you see that? I saw that on your rundown. I don't, what was that? So that if you notice when, when they're, they put out like the call at the end where they're trying to stop him from getting Mm -hmm. to the duel, right? The radio station. Yeah. Did you see where the guy is shooting? Like the, the shells that basically would catch on fire. Yes. So as he's loading it, it says on the box of of uh, ammo, it says "Dragon's Breath." That's what it's called, and I just thought that was really cool. Uh, The top-down shot, where everything is shot
1: top-down. That was one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen in an action movie. And I don't know how this is the first time I've seen this in a movie. Well, what's interesting is that is a a huge
0: gaming thing. There's a bunch of video games that use that as a top-down perspective. And I loved it from a couple different things. One, it's mainly a, a straight continuous shot for a bunch of that. Two, it alleviates the okay, even as awesome as these sequences are, are you afraid of it's getting too repetitive because it's all action? It does action in a different way. It just takes a different perspective on it, which I thought was great.
1: I thought that was really awesome because I too, I get a little worn out of the like, oh, here comes the henchman from around the corner again, or we're going to shoot at the corner and he's going to miss and whatever. And this was all of those same moves, but because it was from an aerial perspective it was it was way better. I loved that angle of it. It was such a smart way to shoot that whole scene.
2: I liked the production side of it, and I was like, I'd love to be on that set because you know that was one build.
0: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that was
2: one build that they, and they probably they like wired
0: everything up over the top. Yeah,
2: yeah, I liked that incredible. idea of it.
0: Sharon, um, how they handled that, I
1: I thought was what was that? What Him, do you
2: mean his his passing in the Char- movie?
1: Who was Sharon? Really. Oh, that was his name in the movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that gave me, that gave me questions. So did they film it beforehand? It, yeah. Like, or did, was that, was that an earlier film and it just so happens that he passed away? A. I, I believe that is the case because that did not look like. It didn't look like AI or like superimposing his face on someone else's body. It didn't. Did Lance, cause Lance Riddick, right? Redick. Riddick,
0: Riddick. Riddick. Yeah. Riddick. Riddick is the name of a character that Vin Diesel plays in a movie.
1: Family. Yes. Um, (laughs) Lance Riddick. I don't know. I know what you're getting ready to ask. I don't know. Did he he know that he was sick sick and that was a way to get out of it? Like, I just, I had, it was such an interesting.
2: But it was, and the reason why I don't think it was also, it was also a fueler throughout the movie is it was his, it was his revenge the whole time. That he was killed because of him. And he's like, it should have been me. And at the very end, that's why he's like, what do you get out of this? And he's like, revenge. Right. Because he cared. So I think it probably was just how it was written. And it just so happens that, unfortunately, he ended up passing in real life. So it kind of played out. But it did not look like CGI. But it was like a, a common story throughout the movie.
1: It was really cool. And it was handled. I mean, it was very, very delicate. Kitley handled. Yeah. And like had a lot of like heart and grace behind it. So even, it just, even at
0: the end of the movie. Yeah. Just throwing up a nod.
1: Yeah. Him. um I'm sorry. I couldn't remember that that was his yeah, name yeah. in it. Also,
0: I, I found it interesting where <laughs> Kane helps him get up the stairs at the end and then stabs him in his right hand with the sword. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Before we move away, my own con- thing that I looked at you and you, have, me and you had the same thought. I think that nobody, because he's building another continental,
1: continental
2: in New York, and now he needs a new concierge. I think nobody becomes the concierge.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I did love the, I loved the cane stabbing him in the hand. And then he's like, you owe we're me even. one. And then, oh yeah, yeah, we're even. And then on the back end, it was you, Vegas, you owe you me owe one. Me I do think okay. if I, you know, because we love to do this with movies. We love to forecast what we think the next one could be, right? Mm-hmm. There's the daughter from the Osaka Continental. For sure. And she still needs to get her revenge Is it on Kane. Akira, was it? I don't remember her name. I think Akira. Wait,
2: did you not stay and watch the end credit?
1: There was something after the... Oh, after yeah. Oh, dude. oh no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Lights, the lights came on.
0: No, nope. dude. No, no. At the very, very, oh, very f- end. Okay, so what so you just said, do you want to know? Yes, I Donnie, want to know. Donnie Yen's character, Kane, is is walking with a bouquet of roses towards to his daughter. finally
2: go say hi to his daughter. Guess who intercepts?
0: You see her. her walking towards him as he's not paying attention, and she's like flips a knife out as she's walking towards Cut scene. him. And then it's in. So they set up like <laughs> okay, something's so yes. going on so there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well,
1: that's how yeah. I would have made the movie. Honestly, <laughs> ed,
0: everybody in the theater... Left. I I have not seen very many people that realize there was an end credit scene because it's not...
2: You always Google, always Google.
0: It's not at the end of the movie. It's, it's all the way at the very yeah, end. Yeah, it's, Mar- it's a
1: Marvel end, end credit kind no, of
0: thing. No, 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 no. Like the end, like, end of the like the
1: end of everything the whole like, after all after of the it rolls,
0: all of it's like thank you for all the places they filmed everything boom done it is the last thing son of yeah <laughs> <sighs> all
1: right, I thought are, that, I thought that could be part of the we're now we're John Wick now, five
0: we're now, well we're now fifteen minutes so I don't want to <laughs>
1: yeah <no. laughs> we we didn't say anything we didn't say anything it just then makes me think is that part of the story of John Wick five and then that's how Keanu ends up involved somehow.
0: It's very interesting. It's very interesting. They they can go a lot of different
1: directions. I could go with 14 of these. You could have more John Wicks than there were Land Before Times, and I would be okay with it.
2: And kudos to the John Wick directors and writers, because this is one of the very few franchises where almost every single movie has been to perfection and likable and good.
0: I would say two is probably the the weakest of all of the four films that exist. It's still great. It's still great. Yeah, I that's that's not saying anything negative about the second one.
2: You're four movies in, and you have not lost anybody. This isn't like Fast and Furious where you're no.
1: The numbers are going
0: up.
2: Yes,
1: they they better than most understand the fan of these movies, and they really deliver. Like, oh, you'd probably like this.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So this week,
2: do we do Shazam?
0: Um, I, didn't, I didn't really see
1: the first Shazam.
0: You didn't? No. I did. I I think, and I, I believe we discussed this a little bit, but you know, I think they're making way for the next phase of DC movies, and they're kind of moving away from Shazam and Black Adam, and they they're trying to do you know, they got rid of Henry Cavill Mm -hmm. and like it.
2: There's, there's, there's apparently festivals that are trying to bring. It's not going
1: to happen. It's not going (laughs) to happen. (laughs) They just, DC has fumbled the bag too many times now. Yeah. mm. It's a novel concept. Hire great actors to play great roles and then keep them there. Right. Yeah.
2: They don't know how to do that.
1: All right.
0: What what is up this week?
2: There's a there's a couple movies. What's that other one that's on the 14th? Wait, that's that's not next week though.
0: Damn. No. Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I, okay. heard, I heard it's supposed Actually, to be good. I've heard that's really good. So Super Mario Brothers does that come out this week? Does, it, does that come out this week? It's already out.
1: No, it's no. Not. It comes out this
0: week. Yeah. Okay, so it comes out this week. All right. Well. I, it's up to you guys. I, I would go see either one of those. I um, heard no. Nope, it's next week. Sorry. Okay. Then so we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do Dungeons and Dragons then. <laughs> I heard it's really good. Actually. I heard it was good too. I like that is not something that I would have just off the top of my head been like I have to go see this, but I heard it's getting really good reviews.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's really anything.
0: And by the way, I know normally I always have a history, if you guys have listened to the podcast w- on a regular basis, about reading the description of a movie and talking about its audience score and the Rotten Tomatoes score. it's They're all like 95%, 96%. Like everybody universally liked this movie. Critics and people going to see it alike. So.
2: Wait, we don't want to do Scream?
1: <laughs> no. 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 I would no, rather see Dungeons and Dragons. You
0: know what's funny? Scream 6 is actually, I think, made a lot more money than Shazam 2 with like no marketing yeah yeah i know all
2: of a sudden scream was out and i was like wait when when was
0: this i didn't even know there was this 1996 that's when it was yeah (laughs) okay so that's what we're going to see cool oh man it's
1: it's, that that's
0: probably the best movie i've seen in a while
1: it might cocaine
2: bear was kind of up there
1: no if you had to rank one between knives out the Knives Out franchise and the John Wick franchise John as Wick. like as like the movie for the quad.
0: I, it, it, John Wick. I think I, so
1: too.
2: I would have been more knives out if I wasn't so disappointed with Glass Onion.
1: I think that's fair. Yeah. Because I loved Knives Out One. It's that is that's a top movie for me. But I mean I might have even gone um What about
2: Shang Chi?
0: The Stop it. The Orient Express. You guys see that? <laughs> And uh, oh, Death on the Nile, yeah. if Death on the Nile had been better. Right.
2: Hit and misses, but you know what doesn't? John Wick.
0: John Wick, every time. Hey,
2: see what I did there? All
0: right. I mean, he, he did jump out of a window and fall onto a car like four stars. It was amazing. I, I think he'll survive.
1: I also love that the directors and the writers just, they know they know us, the fans, so, so when at the very end of the duel, He's like, just remember, and he just tells him to f off immediately. Well, because it's such a trope. Wait, 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 no, I'm not giving it away. Yeah, yeah, but that that was so great. It was so great. It was just one of those moments. Yeah, it was so quick, and I was like, "Yep, they get it. Yep, they get it. Yep, yep."
0: All right, let's go to sports. Sports. Also, if you haven't figured this out, we're kind of going in reverse. So, Uh, NBA update, Josh. The the Lakers. Lakers.
1: Lakers are currently in the ninth speed nine spot, nine seed spot speed nine speed. spot <laughs> nine speed. God speed. nine spot. <clears throat> they were eighth. They were 11th two days ago. they they lost to Chicago last night they yeah, okay. uh they are two and a half games back from the four seed in the West. Jesus. LeBron James just came back after meeting with what is apparently the LeBron James of Feed Doctors according to him. <laughs> but he's playing again. he looks pretty good. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is the Sacramento Kings after yep. I think tonight will secure a playoff spot, which will be there in amazing. And I don't know what's happening in the East. I think it's going to be the Bucks. Could be the Sixers. Could be the Celtics. I don't know. A lot of parody. A lot of parody in basketball lately.
2: Isn't the Kings the one that haven't made it to the playoffs?
1: Since 2001.
2: Okay. That's what I thought. You've been rooting for him since the beginning.
1: I have. I predicted it this year. I said this is the year, and this has been the year. I'm very excited about it. All right.
0: Very um, March Madness continues being absolute madness. Yeah, speaking of <laughs> basketball parody. Holy crap. The final four. Um, four
2: teams I never thought would see the day.
0: Yeah. I, I mean...
2: Let me pull up our bracket. It's,
0: yeah, please. UConn, Miami, San Diego State, and FAU. What
1: the, in the hell? This time last year, it was Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, and Villanova. That's how yeah. different one year.
0: Can I? Can I also talk about the fact that of all of those, probably the craziest one you would say is FAU, but it's actually UConn. Mm-hmm. And here's why: UConn. Only lost road games in conference. Every out-of-conference team they played, including Alabama, who was number one overall. Mm -hmm. They beat Alabama by like double digits. And no one talked about UConn at all. I had them go into Elite Eight, I think, but after that, and, that was okay. it. Okay, by, by the way, somebody is sitting out there right now that's got UConn winning their bracket. They're like, oh, I did. I'm uh, rah, at number 24,
2: rah, At Reiner has UConn winning their bracket. Uh, can I please say that there's only two people on our first page of um Okay, what standings? she's trying to
0: say is there's only two people that have UConn winning.
2: No, that have someone left. Everyone else, like the top leader has over 700 points, but they are...
1: They busted because they picked Gonzaga. Yes. Yeah. I mean, shout out to whoever picked San Diego State. That's (laughs) yeah. There's somebody in there that picked San Diego State. Obviously,
0: an alumni. Um, I mean, good on you. That's. I think I'm still predicted to beat you guys.
2: Your CY bracket too is up there on the first page. Yeah, I know. There's how many people are left with any winners?
1: There's Actually,
0: th- both both of the brackets that I made are ahead of yours, Haley.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely ahead of mine. Mine yeah. was trash. Trash. Uh, there are, trash. There are thirty-two oh, yeah, you're brackets. 85. Yeah, where's Ryan? What he, is Ryan? He's under? up at the top. He's on the first page. Is he? Yeah, I think he's like ninth. He's got UCLA winning.
2: Ryan was like oh, almost damn. last last year. No, he's
1: sixth. Sixth. Okay. Well,
0: look, I don't have Ryan beat. Nope. Whew. Let's see who he has in the final for oh he he had Miami what a, getting into the final he four. did a homer pick so and it yes paid he did. It off mother he did. son of a gun <sighs> sure.
2: but currently if anyone can catch up to 740 points if one of these people who picked the tiebreaker winner um mayor 911
0: I wish they is would show one? total and potential- mm-hmm. but they don't yeah cuz then you'd know if you just won you would or you know. would know if somebody had already locked won. it up. Yeah. yeah. What a time. What a time to be alive. Uh FAU
2: Where would y'all come from? <laughs>
0: y'all are having a hell of a run. That that to me is a Cinderella run.
1: Oh, no question.
0: Like that everybody always talks about when somebody gets to like the Sweet 16, it's like, oh, there's they're the Cinderellas. It's like and they're gone before the Elite 8. If you're in the final four, and you're FAU and like no one was betting on you except FAU fans to win. Yeah.
1: That's huge. Yeah. Amazing. And awesome. And even for all of us Kansas State fans who they beat. Um, Sorry, buddy. No, it's okay. It's It was a great loss and it was one of those like, oh, I kind of want FAU to win the whole thing now. Like this is, this is cool. What a cool moment for that program. It would be pretty
0: crazy to go from who won last year to FAU winning this
2: Wait, year. Wait, who
0: won last year? Kansas.
1: Kansas. That's
2: right. Okay. Yeah.
1: Selfishly, I wanted K State to win it this year, and then it would in Kansas and Kansas yeah. State. Yeah, have them back to back. Well, been great. again,
2: all the most of the number ones in like top tier teams were out early, earlier than yeah,
1: <laughs> the first round. For, yeah, for yeah, a lot, for a lot of them. Okay, um,
0: question: the XFL.
1: Have you guys watched it? I've Only watched one game. What did you think? I think that there's some really smart stuff that they're doing. And I think that um, anytime there is uh, a competing similar thing, it tends to bleed over into ideas for things like the NFL. So I think that it's entertaining. It's better than it was. This is the best version of it I've seen so far. I think the talent is the best. It's just not the markets and it's not the buy-in yet. It might not ever be. It's not the NFL. It's and nothing's going to be the, the NFL is, a you know, gazillion trillion dollar business that will ensure that if the XFL got too big, the, the NFL would be like, no, nope, we're going to go ahead and buy you now. Thank you.
2: Right. I, I, again, I really enjoyed the XFL that year, but ever since they had to shut down for COVID and every like everything else, I think they've. Had a harder time building back up in marketing, like coming off of a high of constant sports and then losing it and then just wanting nothing but the NFL and baseball and all that back. And now it's kind of like we have what we want back now. Now I'm like still not going to pay attention.
1: Yeah, we lost all sports. And so we wanted our core ones back first. And now that those are fine and everything's fine, the world's back to whatever. Like now we're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Another football thing. I like that it goes on in the offseason. I like yeah, that there's like an option. It.
2: I think it'd be a lot of fun to go to an actual game and watch them basically demolish each other because they, no one gives a crap there.
1: I would love for the winner of the XFL team, that team then becomes an NFL team the next season. <laughs> <for> <laughs> that would season.
2: be so interesting to watch.
1: That would, that would, that would be an incredible buy-in because then you'd see these teams that like, maybe they were good. Maybe they weren't. You don't really know until right. It. it's the same thing. Like I would love to see normal human beings go up against Olympians in well, <laughs> activities so- just to I see, sh- just to see what the <laughs> the Dude, normal, that's, that basically what you're asking
0: for is a version of uh, like a bunch of events in real time. That is sort of the seventh inning stretch with the freeze racing. Absolutely. Somebody Absolutely. Giving them a head start.
1: Absolutely. But in every possible version of it, <laughs> I want to okay. see Shohei Ohtani go th- th- oh go <laughs> strike out Mike Trout and then I want to see me go up to bat against it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All it takes is one lucky hit, you know?
1: I don't think I'm I don't think I'm hitting that ball, but
2: <laughs> again, it only takes one lucky hit.
1: What do you think about the XFL?
0: I don't know, man. I I and I said I I thought that this was going to be different. Um it's definitely the best version we've seen of it. I don't think it will dictate any rule changes for the NFL. I don't think they will adhere to any of that.
1: I I just. I like their extra point thing where you can take it from the 15, the 20, or the 25.
0: But the NFL is never going to do
1: that. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, probably not. It, it would, it would be, a, I would bet money that they would not. Yeah. But it is interesting. It is compelling sportsmanship.
0: I, I, I just really,
1: I wanted it to be more impactful, I guess.
0: What and did I you want did it? Did you want
1: it more arena where they're slamming into each other more? Like, what, what's missing for you? I,
0: I wanted it to be what it was described as, which would be a a stepping stone for some players that had not gotten a shot to prove themselves and show that they had what it takes to be on a roster in the NFL. Because that's what Dwayne Johnson said in interviews when this whole thing was getting put together. And that's not what I'm hearing from any NFL executive anywhere. No,
1: I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs will be drafting a backup quarterback from the XFL.
2: No, no, but also you have to think of the rules that they follow. Like, they're not going to look at them because they don't have to follow rules, so they just look like dirty players, basically. Does that make sense? Because I also know a couple people that play in the XFL, and they're like, yo, this there's, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're like, we would get into brawls with the other team in public. Like, that's how it works for them, because they don't have the same rules to follow. But the XFL will also cut you for no reason. Like, they'll just be like, nope, you're done, goodbye. Right. So you're, you're following a very different rule book than what you're following. And the NFL agents looking at what they see there, they're like, no, they're too rowdy to be on our
1: team. All right, so let's figure out how to fix it. So... I think slam ball is the greatest sport ever invented. So maybe what if we added little sections of trampolines to the field to where receivers could run and then jump on it and catch a...
2: (laughs) Wow. Do like a DK Metcalf. That just screams ACL injuries.
1: Yeah. But but think about how cool that would be to watch.
2: I would be cringing the whole time.
1: Look, slam ball, if you... (laughs) It's. It, I think they're trying to bring it back. They keep trying to bring it back like every six years. Slam ball saw, is basketball with trampolines. And it's the, greatest, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my I entire life. I saw
2: wrestling basketball on TV the other day. It was on
1: ESPN, yeah. What? Sign me up. Send me to Russia. I am ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't know if there's anyone listening to this podcast that has any ties to whatever this wrestling basketball league is.
2: They literally wrestle each other to score a basket.
1: I am ready. I am built for it. I am I am ready. I have the jump shot. I can run into people as hard as humanly possible without fouling out. This sounds awesome. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Hit me up.
2: Oh my gosh. Team team Josh. I would do it. What's I, what's what's gonna be your name?
1: I the the I don't know, I'm Polish. So the Polish something. <laughs> the Polish Polish sausage I don't I don't know I don't I don't know please don't use that as a as a name for me ever um
0: but I'm just letting you guys run yeah I don't I, if know you're you not why saying I've anything. quiet I'm just letting them talk at this point we we went from uh, d- why I was disappointed mildly with what is happening with the XFL to slam ball and Polish sausage so I, I've i checked out I
1: I was just trying to fix it see, see if I'm 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 an idea guy think it's a bad idea to say so it's fine oh man
0: all right let's go to music music all right so uh big shout out to everybody uh that came out to billy bobs this weekend played two shows um sold the place out i so much fun um just Thank you guys. Every single time I go down there, I always have a good time. Uh, got a chance to go to a buddy's wedding and sing his first dance for him and his new wife. Uh, a couple days before that, obviously I was in Chattanooga on Monday for an acoustic thing. And then before that in Gilbert, Arizona. So it has been a slammed, very, very, very busy past seven, eight days, (laughs) but absolutely incredible. Uh, the the really cool thing is it's starting to get to the point where I'm seeing more and more people singing, looking for you mm-hmm. and, and knowing all the lyrics and instead of like, you know, you'll see people like sing part of a song and then they like, bail. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: What did that sound like? That sounded like <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know. <laughs> no, <you're not. laughs> I, d- I do
2: love that you threw in rescue me these last couple shows.
0: Yeah, I did. Um, so the the big thing for me was I actually learned that to play at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And um, basically after I did the first dance, this wedding just turned all the way up to 11 and the DJ was having way too much fun. And I was like, I think the moment for acoustic songs has passed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they they came out Saturday and uh, it was... Uh, Shout out to Tad and Holly, but they they came out to the show on Saturday and saw it. I was like, I got to play Rescue Me while they're here. Yeah, for sure. So that was a lot of fun, and it's just man, there's something about Billy Bob's. It, it there's there's not many clubs that I play anymore, even though that one is obviously, you know, not a a normal whole, club. It's like five thousand people, but. It, it's it's not your normal thing, and obviously there's a lot of history with that location in Fort Worth and just being special for music in general. But it, it's always one of my favorite places to play, and y'all always show the love when I'm out there. So big shout out to the great state of Texas, and thank you guys very much again.
1: Does it so. feel like a a good like because you you know you had your early part of of your career down in Texas like does it feel like a good check-in? Like you just kind of keep coming back to this area and kind of going,
0: Oh yeah, we're still, I mean, I lived in Arlington, which it, like, again, that is Fort Worth. If you right. say nope. Dallas, when you're on that stage, I you get said, in trouble. I said,
1: Texas. Yeah. and I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I was not. So yep, don't come after us.
0: Uh, Ar- Arlington is in that DFW area, so to speak. Correct. But I mean, there's also like grapevine and plant. Like that, all that yeah. stuff is like in that general vicinity. So, um, I don't know. I, there's just something I feel, you know, I'm from Tennessee, but I, I do feel sort of adopted and, and loved a lot by everybody it's your down. second,
2: It was like your second home.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, I've always felt that way, and I've been really lucky. Like, even when I first started my career, it, like, the label was super confused because a lot of people would come from Nashville and, you know, sign a record deal and go down to play in Texas, and people would just be like, mm, nope, prove it to us. Yep. And, uh, I was very, very lucky that, uh, from the very beginning of my career, I got supported in a huge way by everybody down in Texas. So means the world to me and I appreciate it and I never take it for granted. So thank you guys. What'd you get into this weekend?
1: Working on a, a record for a buddy of mine in Colorado. So just all right, all in, right. in the thick of it, I did go see, uh, John Mayer do a solo acoustic show at Bridgestone on Friday night. And How was that? It was pretty incredible. It' a to, solo acoustic show for someone to keep an arena in the palm of his hand by just playing. He played like a couple songs on piano, but for the most part, was just playing his an acoustic guitar.
2: I don't know you if know. I could sit through a whole show like that.
1: You'd like to think so, but it was. The, the, he has so many songs, and so many like, you know, everyone. Everyone that there is there is a big fan. Of all the records, so when he pulls a deep cut out, was it like full house or half house? Full house.
0: Full house. Like fourteen k? Yeah.
1: I think the the very back part of the stage obviously wasn't, but from there out, it was full floor, full house.
0: Well, if the very back, it, I would I would have to see what the way it was set up. Yeah, because there's there's multiple different iterations for that. But I mean, I'm not it, surprised it's it was, John Mayer. But yeah,
1: that's that's interesting. But, I mean, it's it's like one of those moments... I mean, spoiler, he, he changes his set every night, so there, this isn't giving anything away, but he came out and opened with Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. That's a good open. And it's just like, you kind of have the crowd at that point. You can kind of do whatever. There was some... He played a couple new songs. He played some some old favorites, some songs that he doesn't play live. And and then he brought out Sheryl Crow, and they did Strong Enough together, which was nice. a really cool moment. But, yeah, it was just... It was super fun, and... Uh, he just announced this morning that uh, he's doing another leg of the tour in the fall. He's coming back to Nashville. So in October. Obviously, he enjoyed himself. Yes. <laughs> also, I mean, just on the logistics, don't have to pay a band. Like, you're you're doing pretty good. Oh, my good. gosh. Yeah, you're... you're no a- overhead. Not a yeah. lot.
2: You don't have lights. Did he have a video wall? Anything.
1: He had a video wall behind him, but... That's pretty easy to put up, though. It was very easy to put up. And the really cool thing is he, he did it in a really classy way in which like he would do some songs and then a video from like 1999 where he's doing promo for room for squares played. And like in that promo, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to keep making music. Like hopefully 20 years from now, people will still be coming to my shows, but you know, we'll see. And it's like, here we are now 24 years later, like watching him do this. Uh, he took requests He, like, people brought signs. He's like, all right, I'll do that one. Here we go. It was cool. It was really fun.
0: That is awesome. Garth is notorious for doing that.
1: Yeah. It had that kind of feel to it. It was just very conversational, but also. But fun. But fun, yeah.
0: All right. Well, um, let's go. What are you listening to? Are you going to go John Mayer? Ooh. Kind of feel like you should.
1: Kind of feel like I should. Give me a second.
0: Okay. I'll give you one. Go ahead. Let's go to some else. All right, Barry, you got yours already.
2: Uh, Yeah, let's go with. I am going to do. You know how I like to randomly bring up some random people that come across my music when it randomly plays. I am going to go with Renee Rapp, and it's called "Too Well." It's a good song. It's upbeat, but I like the random artists sometimes. So there we go.
0: All right, I am going to go with "Wreckage" by Nate Smith song yeah like nate he's a good dude
1: i uh
0: come on i believe in you
1: i'll do it shouldn't matter but it does off of the sob rock record nice which he did that song and it was delightful (laughs) it was delightful
0: the sad song it was delightful all right well let's go to the hot take right, so we're only going to have three options today. Uh, This one's one's tough. tough. This This one's tough. tough. So the greatest movie villain quote of all time. And I I, I waffled on this because I had two that really, really stuck out to me. One, because just the quote itself is from a... Infamous character, and you don't hear this quote thrown around as often as you hear the other quotes by him. hmm And then one, just because you hear this quote everywhere. all the time, everywhere, and it's probably one of the best villain portrayals of all time in anything. So, not to pull Orion, because I'm only going to pick one. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I'm going to tell you the one I'm not going to go with. Um, so there's.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I did.
0: God, I, y'all go first. No, no, oh, no. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't
1: get to set it up and then just bail out. No, I, no, no, no. Yeah. You have to pick right now. That's not fair. Dang it. All right. It's it's why
0: so serious by the Joker, a great one. Heath Ledger. I, I'm sorry, it's just it, it was on my list for sure. It's so good, and he played that role so well. And it was just that line and the way that he delivered it was so creepy. I, yeah, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with the other one was was a lesser known
1: Darth Vader quote. Which one?
0: So there's, there's a quote where he says, I've killed very many fathers. You'll have to be more specific. Yep.
1: That's a good one. That's a great, that's a great line. That's good writing. Haley.
2: So y'all are going to kind of probably look at me crazy. Nothing new. (laughs) So this is a a common saying that has come basically been turned... It was actually in John Wick, but that's not what I'm referring to. Um, I... (laughs) Okay. okay, It's long live the king. And I'm getting it from Scar pushing Mufasa off the, the cliff. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because it has now been like... That term has been villainized. Even though it kind of wasn't in John Wick, but long live the king. It's basically... Every villain thinks they're the king, so kill me as you may, but I'm still the king.
1: I mean, that's got to be top five traumatizing experiences of my childhood. I was watching Mufasa die.
2: Yeah, and literally his last <laughs> words. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Uh,
2: his last words were, long live the king. Yeah. Pushes him off the cliff. So I will say that that moment has always stuck with me for a very long time, and I'm going to go with that.
1: Those are both really good. <laughs> This, is, this was hard for me. I, I, had to like, I had to sit for a while and kind of dig through. But the thing that kept popping up is from an older movie. And it was, I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too, from the Wicked Witch of the West. Whoa. Okay.
2: All right. Wait, 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 what? Yes. Which one, which line did you just say?
1: I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too.
2: Well, I guess that's also like just another legendary line because it's uh, another—it's a line that a lot of villains mimic mm-hmm. to show their wickedness. I guess for yeah. the Wicked Witch.
0: The by the way, the other reason I didn't, for anyone very confused as to why I didn't go with the Darth Vader quote, that's actually from a comic book run of, and although he is a movie villain, that doesn't really, you know, it's okay. All right, so we got Wicked Witch of the West. We have Heath Ledger's Joker. And we have Scar from The Lion King.
2: He was the biggest villain of all. Come on.
1: Some, some bad people. Yeah.
0: How dare yeah. you. Okay. Or Simba. Well... I need you guys to go vote on which one you think is your favorite. Obviously, we will be back next Monday, as we always are for the Quad with Chris Young. Uh, Bri, be safe out there. From me, Haley, Josh, all of us here at the Quad, we love y'all. See you next week. And we're out! I'm just really shocked that the Dungeons and Dragons movie. <laughs>
1: That's, That's our pick. Gotten,
0: well, I look. You know, I'm I'm a nerd. <laughs> I like that kind of movie. I figured that'd be something I watch on the bus eventually, but it it has just done so well. Like, like uh, reviews. Um, yeah, it's it's got like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's just not people love Chris not Pine. Not what I expected. And the fact that it's Chris Pine doing that because it's such a departure from a bunch of the other stuff that he's done. Well, he was not, just
2: in Wonder Woman. So,
0: well, I understand that. I'm not saying it's a departure as far as him being in anything related to a fandom. I mean, obviously you look at what he did with Star Trek mm-hmm. and you look at what he's done in Wonder Woman, but it's it's just interesting, like the fact that they made a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Did you see what happened with World of Warcraft? It did not yeah, go over well.
1: well. Yeah, the fact that they it, made a movie out of what has been considered a nerdy board game and it's doing well is kind of amazing. I think, man. Well, there's All
0: such right. a huge
2: following for it. All
0: right, this, this might be the longest post-show thing that we've done. I feel like right now there are more people that are just embracing their nerdiness top top down. Like whether it is people talking about their love for video games, their love of Pokemon, their love of Dungeons and Dragons, their love like all of these things. Magic cards, which was a thing for it that was like when i was a kid and then now it's just had it seems like this abundance of resurgence of popularity in everybody there's just so many things that are going on right now where people are just like oh yeah anime like you you look at (laughs) it was jamal williams giving all of his interviews (laughs) incredible he's like y'all y'all are about to learn about some anime like
1: (laughs) he signed I, there's just so much going on right now. We're, I wonder we're really if it's, it. so like Dungeons and Dragons debuted in 1977. I wonder if it's because our age of people that grew up with this are now in charge of the studios. Like the, Everything old is new again. Everything old is new again. And like our age of people are like, nah. Well, I loved at, this growing up. We're we green lighting this and we're going to make this awesome.
2: Look at how many video game movies that have come out. Now we're doing Mario, Uncharted. Well,
1: they did Mario once. <laughs>
2: Okay, (laughs) well, I'm talking about if you
0: ever saw that first Mario movie,
2: (laughs) Sonic, like they keep
0: they finally got Sonic right,
2: yeah, but they keep coming out with more video game based movies. Well, like off of a video game, I should say, yeah, I don't know. The Witcher, wasn't the Witcher a video game, Mm -hmm. yeah.